Now, I am delighted to be joined on the line by Marie O'Sullivan, the director and founder of Enchanted Croy Theatre. Good morning. How are you? Hi. I'm good. How are you? So lovely to have you on this morning. Um, I just have to say, what an amazing display. I know you were at the Strokes Town um, Museum recently for St. Bridget's Festival. Amazing artwork. Can you tell me, um, how did you get involved and how did all this fabulous stuff come about? Um, well, I was asked to um, facilitate some workshops in three local schools yeah. by Caroline Callery for the, I mean, this is the first year the County Roscommon has been involved in the St. Bridget Festival, so um, as a, I am a workshop facilitator, and uh, yeah, so I was happy to facilitate some shadow puppetry with the children, where yeah. we looked at the theme of St. Bridget, and then they, you know, um, we played around, made shadow puppets, and um, and did some video art, which actually I was quite impressed with what they managed to pull off in a short space of time. Um, and I think they were very happy to see their work on the wall. So it was nice. It was nice to see their that kind of you know when you, you see children enjoy you know, and get confidence from doing creative work. Well, this is it, and I couldn't believe they were, they had, like, if, if anyone was listening in maybe and you attended the event, you would have saw that, like, so many kids there um, were so inspired, they were so excited, they dressed up um, and everything for the occasion, and the puppet show was amazing. And as well, I just wanted to ask you as well about some of the um, the projector um, uh, yeah. art, we'll say, on the wall, because I couldn't believe how amazing like, it was absolutely stunning is the only description for it um oh, absolutely beautiful it. um we were all standing around and we were just mesmerized by the beautiful interpretations of everything what was that process like um interpreting well, bridget and her story and and i suppose the festival in itself well you know um i i just wanted the children to get uh, a concept of what this festival was about like so most of them had heard stories about St. Bridget so most you know I asked them a few questions what did you think um, or what do you know about Bridget and we talked loosely around this archetype and um, and most of the children's knowledge is quite fragmented as well as mine you know uh, I'd just be a, a theatre maker and um I wanted to just work loosely with the themes, like the idea of going from the winter darkness into the light, which is what the festival is embodying. You know, that's what the archetype is about. So even if, whether you're looking at the pagan traditions of the goddess Bridget, which some of the illuminations were, or whether you're looking at the more religious iconography, um, I just wanted to strip that down and simplify it so um, it could encompass both of these ideas, you know, and just get, have a sense of playfulness and fun about it because that's what spring's about, you know, it's just new life is coming along. Um, and I wanted them to just experience um, that in a playful way, you know, not too serious um, and kind of lighthearted. Yeah, no, absolutely. And you could really, really see that reflected in it as well. I just want to ask you as well your own perspective, maybe, on the festival itself. Um, yeah. Bridget and things like that for anyone listening in as well that may not be as aware maybe they don't remember back to when they would have learned about it in school 
what is it for you that Bridget represents, we'll say, when it comes to the arts? Because um, I know she was a patron of the arts and loved the music and loved all forms of creativity. What would yeah. your perspective be? Well, for me, she's a new... She's quite a new... Like, I would know about the thing Bridget Cross, you know, but before this festival, I wasn't really... You know, you, everyone knows the story of her um, looking for land, uh, asking for land to build her monastery and the tyrant king not allowing it to happen until she puts her cape on the ground and, and it just cascades over the land and she ends up, you know, with this kind of miraculous um, gift of land all of a sudden, you know? So yeah. I suppose um, I'm personally I, I I mean I love the image of that like it's beautiful um, and it's this idea that oh, it's you don't see very often in very old stories these strong female characters you know yes. um, and that's what I wanted to highlight or underline is <clears throat> especially for like the young teenage girls like this is a woman who could um, invent her own ideas be resourceful and provide for herself and you know and be compassionate and kind and caring to animals you know or harness energy that's around her so for me that's what I think is, is nice to extract from this this Bridget story all the Bridget stories because um, yeah the, the idea that she you know could use her power to command water or, you know, all the, the natural elements around her is, is it's a lovely idea instead of kind of, I think a lot of religious stories are about handing your power over, you know? Yes. Like as kind of waiting for, for a miracle to happen from outside yourself. But what this particular, whether it's St. Bridget or Goddess Bridget, she's actually active and doing things you know yeah. um, and I think that that's just a great role model for children you know and I was happy to see what these young teenage girls are like you know they were they created some beautiful work and um, and I, the mindset that they had and the confidence they had um, that's exactly what this is about you know just even presenting that idea of you have opportunities and if you have something that you want to make or create <clears throat> then go ahead and try it and on also the idea like uh, one of the shadow puppetry scenes uh, one, one of the girls made this row of, of girls which was really simplistic you know they just got different coloured hair and, and they were on a stick like you know like those um, you know when you cut out newspapers and you, you get a stream of um, or you get like girls that hold hands yes. and it looks like, you know, I don't know what you call those things but um, it was based on that idea and uh, and then you had these different colour hair for each of the girls but the idea was that they were supporting another woman you know to be successful or and that idea of you know this sisterhood I suppose um which they really enjoyed, and especially in their friendship circle. So, it was a nice idea to bring that as well into the, like into the themes that were presented. Even if it wasn't heavy or laden with words, you could get this sense 
of yeah we're in this together and it's and it's exactly how they created together too you know they were helping each other and that's one of the wonderful things about the arts and something as simple as shadow puppetry it doesn't involve teamwork you know like one of them's holding the light the other one's moving the little stick figures then there's another one doing voice you know and then I kind of slice it all together with editing and all of that so well it looks like there was that a, was a he- long dance around the subject I was just <laughs> going well no, do you know what I was just going to say how long actually did it take to create all of this because I think a lot of times we see the finished product and we just think oh that's beautiful but we never well, realise yeah. all of the work that goes in how long was this process well for me it would have been about 40 hours work um, to do everything that I did uh, maybe more if I'm honest um, so each group was different you know this is the first time we've done the, the Bridget Festival so um, I had just finished um, putting together the Christmas event at, in Strokestown Park mm. so I came out of the, out of that straight into this one and I didn't have an enormous amount of time so one school I had like more than 12 hours with them and then another school I only had one hour that was with the base you know like um, Nurture's Best Crescent um Tom and Barry and um, I did that in one hour with them wow um, and then the other one was kind of like probably more like 11 hours so that's like workshop facilitation time but then the editing I put into it is a lot of hours afterwards you know cutting playing with the colour saturation making sure that the where it's sliced and you know joined together that it makes sense and adding music to it and voice and all this um, so yeah I guess it's a little bit more than 40 hours and, and only at the end well I also put another video in it of a, a player directed last summer yeah the, the main character was also called Bridget and she's a fun, uh, it's a, it's the folk musical that we did last summer in the Famine Museum some people wow. might know it already if they've listened to your show um, it's called In the Midst of Plenty so yes. I just wanted to highlight the, the strong female character there who's called Bridget and played by Julie Sharkey so um, I thought yeah this if this her story's illumination for St. Bridget Festival is all about strong women then that's definitely a face I wanted to put in there along with all the children's work um, so yeah it's quite a lot of editing like um and I was just—I like doing—I like doing that work. Yeah, and I was just going to say it must be because uh, I know you do a lot of work with kids. I'm sure because I've I've talked to a few people about this with with a lot of creatives as well, and when they talk about creative block and all of these things. But I have yeah. this feeling like kids don't suffer from creative block, or do you think it's as we get older sometimes we just have moments maybe where we're we have to take a break and then we can go back in again? Because I know in pro- projects like this, I know can take an incredible amount of energy, thought. And it can be, I suppose, there's a there's a pause sometimes after a big project like that, and you have to come down from that um, ecstaticness of excitement and stuff. What was that? How do you, how do you find for I suppose listeners listening in as well, um, an artist? Because I know there's a few artists and creatives listening in this morning that are particularly interested in this. But what do you think um, is best ways as well to deal with creative blocks, maybe or inspiration, or do you believe that kids where we don't suffer from creative blocks as much as adults? What's your opinion there on all of that? Well, I think that there. I don't think that there is a one story for to two groups of people. You know, yeah. like um, some children might have been schooled in a way so strict 
that they're so scared of making a mistake oh, um, okay. that see. blocks them but then you know I, I always try to make it a little bit playful especially it should be because um, you know I think that the heart of theatre is play and um, yes. when we become overly critical I mean obviously you want to um, have some critique skills in there but um, if it becomes a self-critique, yes. then that's quite detrimental. And I think it, I've come across working with children that are very blocked and very afraid to even say one sentence in a, in a story. Um, and that's been a lot. I, I, I can only imagine that that just comes from not really being encouraged to just play. And it doesn't matter if you make a mistake. Yes. Um, so I think, um, I mean, that goes for adults and, um, and children. Like when I, like one of the girls who drew um, St. Bridget, she drew her in a, like a blue figure and she had flowers around her. She drew that picture so fast and without any thought whatsoever. There was no pre, uh, we did do a little bit of pre-drawing before, like, um, but she did it really fast and... Um, and she just did it effortlessly. And it came from the space in between, you know, is this an academic and uh, or an analytical experience or is it just coming from another space in our, in our being? And and what I see with the creative spirit, whether it's in children or adults, it, it just comes from quite an immediate response sometimes without overly thinking it and just... Um, just trying things and maybe it takes a couple of goes to get it where you want it to be but um, I think relieving the pressure from it being right or wrong because a lot of subjects at school are about there's the right answer or you've got to memorize what the right answer is yeah um, and, and churn that out like but for, for especially for something like this there's a there's a space that they make something up and see what comes out and that's what that's what we did you know um and they, you know there were some nice little accidents that happened too you know yeah um and surprising moments and this is what i like about shadows is it, uh, like shadows and light when you play with puppetry there's the thing that you make which is like some of them might have cut out a figure of bridget and then you know they've got her on a stick and then there's light in the background and there's something that happens in between the object that has been made and then the light that shines but you don't know exactly how it's going to move the image and this third thing gets created that you don't really have control over you know like it's a bit of a surprise and I think that's what and, and they were all surprised by that they were like wow look at that you know it's it's amazing and it's such a like I I could I'm sure you know what it did as well is it it gave them great empowerment to be able to do that and as well the acknowledgement that everyone got to see all of this you've had a profound effect I'd imagine on all of the students in the schools um, allowing them again that space to be creative and I think it's so important again you've touched on an awful lot of things there where does it stem from that being afraid to maybe make an opinion or give a perspective in in an art piece or um, get involved I definitely do think. Um, it's true that I think if we're not encouraged from a young age to 
allow ourselves to express whatever we need to express in an art piece or whatever that may be, whether it's through voice, I think it, yeah, definitely can hold us back. If we're not, yeah. yeah, we need praise. I do think it's important, isn't it? And and also, you know what's great about doing this sort of thing with a group? I'm always trying to get kids as a facilitator to say, what are you actually comfortable with? What role do you want? Because you don't have to be to be involved in a theatre project. You don't have to be the protagonist on stage with a spotlight on you and having to really project your voice. You could also be a costume designer or you could um, be a voice and not not be seen on stage or you might have someone that's brilliant at dressing the scene or someone that really likes to play with music whilst the thing's going on. So um, I try to get them to understand that this really, as, as an art, is completely reliant on group work and different skills. Like, they don't have to be good at the same thing. And it's actually the coordination of you know, one kid being very good and confident with their voice, maybe the other one doesn't want to speak at all, but they're very happy to move and they're comfortable in that role. But together they make they make something beautiful. And, and that's what I love anyway about um, seeing the kind of confidence or progression that can happen with children in, in that context. Absolutely. And it's been, you know, it's been fabulous to talk to you this morning and hear about all this. I think the artwork, again, for anyone listening in, um, if they missed, we'll say they didn't get to go to the event or anything, is there an online platform that people can view the fabulous artwork from the St. Bridget's Festival at Strokestown Museum? Yeah, um, actually, um, I will upload the videos. I I haven't done so yet on my Facebook page, but um, there there is if you go to my facebook page or my website you can see the kind of work i do but um yeah so from um if you go to enchanted cree theater.ie that's my website um and my facebook enchanted cree theater page has some of the video work um on it there but um I'm probably going to have to upload that stuff. My my Facebook page blocks me from uploading more videos, and I'm not sure why. <laughs> I'm not techno- I'm not a technological guru, so I'm probably going to just have to um, put it on my website with a, a YouTube link. It would be amazing because there's some beautiful pieces, and it'd be lovely to share them. Um, definitely for more people to see because it was stunning that night, and it definitely had a profound impact as well on everybody um, getting to oh. watch the fabulous artwork. But it was—it's been a joy to have you on this morning, Marie. For, is there Thank any you. other events that you'd like people to be aware of that are coming up that you're, um, I suppose, are in charge of? We'll say um, in, in the creative yeah. process, or is there any um, again online platforms that we can follow to see more of yeah, your work? Well, at the moment, we're preparing for In the Midst of Plenty tour, which is the folk music I was talking about. Um, so a lot of my attention is going to be on that. Um, so you can see that up in my site. We'll be touring nationwide. So um, at the moment, in between, let's say, next month and the summer, a lot of it will be about tour preparation. Um but I am still doing um, facilitation work in schools um, and also in a local uh, musical society um, up the road. 
So I can I can definitely link people into seeing some of those things. Um, it's just you know often when you're working in schools, uh, we kind of keep the work in within the school. You know, I understand. It, it depends on what people really want to show, but certainly like I will upload those videos so people can see it to this Bridget um, festival that we, that's just come and gone. But it went very well, actually. Um, and this is going to be something that happens every year. So I think um, people can look out for, yeah, definitely next year is going to be, it's going to be a bigger festival if that's what people are interested in. It's the first time it's been in County Roscommon, um, but it's definitely happening next year. Well, I'm super excited to see how next year goes as well and pans out. Definitely it's going to grow bigger. Um, it was a fantastic evening. And again, thank you so much for coming on this morning Thanks. to the show at, at, at short notice. Uh, it was fabulous to have you on and tell us all about um, the fabulous work for the St. Bridget's Festival. Ha- hope you have a beautiful day, Marie. Thank you. Thank and you. My name's Anne-Marie, actually. But, um, no, but thank you so much for inviting me. And um, I hope you all enjoy the rest of your your radio time thank you so much and guys uh, thank you so much and if anyone missed the interview um, with Anne-Marie this morning do note that all of our show's interviews here are podcasted on our website www.rossfm.ie thanks so much Anne-Marie have a fabulous day take care Bye, bye, bye bye